to Menu Feed, a bi-weekly podcast from Winsight Media's two food service brands, Restaurant Business and Food Service Director. I'm Pat Kobe, Senior Editor covering Menu, Food, and Drink for both brands. Today I'm chatting with Tara Gillard, co-founder with her husband Roy of Vitality Bowls. The couple were pioneers in the now-trendy fast-casual bowl segment, launching their Superfoods Cafe 10 years ago before many customers even knew how to pronounce acai. Their daughter, who was born with severe allergies, was the inspiration for the healthy concept, and the chain has since grown to 146 locations. Listen as Tara describes how the broad and varied menu differentiates Vitality Bowls in the now-crowded bowl and smoothie segment, how she's managing supply and labor challenges, how franchisees are her most important customers, and what she's planning for 2022. Welcome, Tara. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me today. Sure. So let's start a little bit about your background and experience. What led you to start Vitality Bowls with your husband and partner, Roy? Yeah, absolutely. So our daughter was born with severe food allergies, and we quickly realized that we couldn't just go eat in restaurants because you know, 12 years ago, nobody was practicing allergy safety. Nobody was dealing with cross contact or cross-contamination. And so we were entrepreneurs, both of us. And we said, well, you know what? Let's start a restaurant. And I was already making all of her baby food. I was blending smoothies and started making bowls. And I was starting to import all these great superfoods from other countries. And that's where Vitality Bowls became. Uh, We had a bunch of friends and family over and I started making recipes and tested it with them. And I literally started from our kitchen. So did you have a culinary background before that or what kind of an entrepreneur were you previously? I didn't. I did minor in health science and nutrition has always been a huge part of my life. Growing up, my parents were very health conscious, eating out of the garden, picking fruit for dessert, you know, very healthy. So I wouldn't just start anything. It definitely had to be in the healthy sector. Uh, But uh, we were entrepreneurs and both of us had different businesses. And so we didn't have that fear. Many entrepreneurs have that fear of first taking that dive into starting your own business. And so for us, it was comfortable and it was kind of natural to just say, well, we need something for our daughter. We need a safe place for her. And gosh, there's other people in our community that have allergies and they don't have a safe place to go either. And let's bring superfoods to our community and let's bring the healthiest food that we can into our community. And here we are 10 years later, we just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Oh, congratulations. So I guess your daughter is Thank you. now as well. Uh, she still has allergies. Uh, some of them have gotten better, but unfortunately, she still has pretty mm-hmm. severe life-threatening allergies. So when Vitality Bowl started in 2011, you were kind of pioneers in the healthy bowl and smoothie category. But now yeah. there are a number of bowl concepts. It seems like bowl concepts are like the fastest growing type of concept. <laughs> so how do you differentiate Vitality Bowls from the crowd? Yep. Good question. 10 years ago, nobody even knew how to pronounce acai. They would call it acai and nobody knew what it was. Now it's more prevalent. We've had a lot of knockoffs, a lot of competitors, and we really try to separate ourselves and just always focusing on being best in class, you know, best in class with the highest quality ingredients that we can possibly offer uh, while still allowing a profit margin for our restaurants, you know, but we don't compromise on quality. Uh, We don't just go for the cheapest meat in our paninis. We actually have really expensive meat because it's all natural and humanely raised. And, you know, our acai is organic and it, it doesn't have all the fillers like 
tapioca syrup and some of these other things that a lot of our competitors have. Uh, and so we really focused on clean ingredients, real ingredients, not a lot of fillers, not a lot of preservatives when nothing has corn fructose syrup, you know, certain things that we just absolutely stay away. We don't want anything that's GMO, you name it. And so it's about the quality ingredients. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we don't use fillers like ice or sorbet or sugar. We don't add additional sugar. A lot of our competitors use sugar water or sorbet to sweeten it up. And we don't do that. And we're really focused on real ingredients that are healthy. We're more of a healthy meal. Uh, you know, our support for our franchise, we believe is best in class. Each franchisee is our most important customer. And so supporting them is number one. And, you know, we really have our standard operating procedures, which I think separate us. And it allows us to focus on checklists and cleanliness and customer service and guest experience. And we've got our loyalty program. And it, it's all about that guest experience. We do have a broader menu than most of our competitors as well. We've got a whole savory line as well as a frozen line. We offer power paninis and power toasts. We offer wraps and grain bowls and salads. And then our frozen menu consists of acai bowls and smoothies and fresh juices. So we've got a wider range than most of our competitors do. Most of them focus either on just juicing or maybe they've got just a couple acai bowls, but they focus on something else. We're really known as a superfood cafe. And, you know, that's really our goal. And to be ahead, we also have more superfood ingredients than any of our competitor out there. And that's what really separates us as well. So how many stores are now company owned and how many franchisees do you have? Yes. So good question. We have, I believe, 146 locations either open or currently in development. And, and we have five corporate stores. Oh, five corporate stores. Okay. Yes. Um, and let's talk a little bit about the menu. You mentioned, you know, something about it, but um, you still focus on superfoods, but it seems to me yes. like new superfoods keep coming out all the time. And even like um, allergens, I, you know, sesame seeds is the latest allergen that's been added. And I just wonder how you um, keep up with it as far as your menu goes. Yeah. You know, we're always trying to stay ahead of trend by seeking out what those superfoods are and, many superfoods coming from other countries. And so it's about researching it and staying ahead. And, you know, we live and breathe healthy food. So it's just natural for us to constantly be researching it. And we've got good supply chains now and people are always running things by us and offering ingredients and, and coming to us because we are the number one superfood in the country at this point. And so we do get a lot of great referrals as well. Uh, our franchisees are a great resource. They're coming up with different, you know, superfoods that they hear of. And so it's just about staying ahead and then making sure that the quality of that ingredient is best in class and the highest that we can possibly offer. Have you had any problems with the supply chain? I know a lot of restaurants are going through snags in the supply chain now. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't think there's a single restaurant out there that hasn't dealt with supply chain issues. And it's just frustrating. It's even down to our logo to go containers we can't get. And so we're having to source other ones and come up with alternatives and they might be different size. They might not be exactly what we need, but we have an incredible distribution and logistics manager on board. I always say she's worked harder than anybody else over these last two years. And the most important thing is just making sure that all of our franchisees have something. If we cannot get that ingredient from our distributor or uh, we need an alternative She's quickly researching it, approving and identifying what a solution is. And you also have added a COO in the last um, 
you know, since you began, I guess, I, any other um, leadership roles that you've put into play since you started? Oh, gosh. I mean, since we started 10 years ago, sure, it was just me <laughs> 10 years ago. And, you know, then fortunately, my brother came in, my husband came in, and it was all hands on deck. And we've been able to hire just an incredible team. Uh, last year, we brought on John Mascali, who comes with over 30 years experience in the franchise industry. He is a guru, a big dog. We are so lucky and fortunate that he chose us and he's with us. He's hired additional operations and marketing support. We will continue to do that. Uh, we got into a new larger office as we grew. We needed a bigger office. Uh, last year, we rolled out our whole new savory menu item, which consisted of the grain bowls and paninis and salads and toast and wraps. We had updated it. And we also last year uh, rolled out our proprietary juices and shots. This year, we're working on our bottled smoothies. Uh, last year, we had a huge, huge year and we sold over 2 million acai bowls. I guarantee you that's more than any other acai bowl company out there. So a lot of things have changed in 10 years and our menu has broadened, our team has broadened. And we've got a lot of new, exciting things that we're working on as well. Yeah, it definitely sounds that way. So as far as the savory uh, menu goes, I know you have bowls and wraps and toasts. And do you use the same superfood ingredients with these items as you do, did in the beginning with the sweeter ones? Yep, some of them, you know, it's harder. A lot of the superfoods really go in our acai bowls and our juices and our smoothies. Uh, you know, but with the savory items, it's about choosing the right items. Like I said, you know, with our chicken, it's all grass fed, humanely raised, even our sirloin, no antibiotics. You know, we try to really source the highest quality ingredients in everything that we do down to, you know, our quinoa that goes in the grain bowls, uh, even to, you know, trying to source organic eggs and you name it, whatever it is, we're trying to source the best quality ingredient that we can. So I, I know a lot of the other, um, you know, smoothie and bowl chains are sort of, they go towards a plant-based direction and you have a lot of plant-based items, but you also have chicken and sirloin and yes. eggs. So, so is, was that a deliberate dis decision not to go in a plant-based, totally plant-based direction? Yes. We wanted to have that broader menu to really provide each guest with whatever they felt like that day. And whatever, you know, a lot of families come in, a lot of business professionals, maybe five or six of them will walk into a store. And we really wanted to offer something to everybody. And, uh, you know, maybe one person wants a salad and another one wants an acai bowl and another one wants a wrap with steak, you know, whatever it might be. We really wanted to do that broader. And then kids, we've got a kid's menu. So it was really trying to make sure that we had something healthy. We had a healthy meal uh, for any guest that walked through the door. Hmm. And do you have a chef on staff too? So my brother actually has a pretty strong culinary background and he's been a part of most of our R&D, but we also outsource and we hire some top-notch culinary experts in the industry who, for example, uh, helped us roll out our new savory menu. Oh, cool. Do you have um, any new menu items coming out in the next month or so? I know a lot of, you know, concepts are doing seasonal menus now in the winter, spring, I mean, I don't want yeah, to. Absolutely. Yeah. We always come up with a bowl of the month or a special, you know, this month is the resolution bowl. Next month, I think it's the love bowl because of Vital Vital or uh, of Valentine's. I wanted to say val Vitality bowls, excuse me. And then, <laughs> uh, you know, March is probably the spring bowl. And so we always come up with new specials. We usually bring in a new ingredient 
uh, for each of the specials. And then of course, we're working on our proprietary bottled smoothies that we're hoping to come out in the next month or two. We've already finalized a recipe. We're just working on the design for the label, which is just finalized and finalizing the SKUs and all the logistics involved. And we're hoping that all stores across the country have those in the next 30 to 60 days. And then we're going to be coming out with more of the juices and shots and just expanding that whole proprietary bottled line. Will those be sold at retail too, or mostly in your uh, locations? For now, just in our locations. At some point, we might expand to retail. So all of your food is very to-go friendly, which was really important during the last year or two years now, almost. <laughs> is that deliberate or did you, did you add some items that were more delivery friendly? And do you do delivery as well as takeout? Yes, absolutely. You know, ever since we started, about 50% of our items are to-go. We really wanted to be kind of that fast, casual, quick service, healthy restaurant, right? Most of the fast, casual, quick service restaurants aren't healthy. It's junk food. And so we really wanted to kind of come into the market and say, okay, we're going to be able to give you fast food, but healthy, not junk fast food. And so it is about quick service. We wanted to make sure that people could take it home, uh, take it back to their office and eat at their desk, whatever it might be. With COVID, thank goodness, you know, we are prepared for so many of our items being able to be to go. And then, of course, you know, third-party delivery services has been important and securing those relationships and, and firming up our partnerships with them over COVID. COVID has uh, been instrumental. Did you have partnerships with them before the pandemic or... We did. We did. Uh, but we were able to negotiate with them and really secure those to where we were willing to promote it more. Mm -hmm. And uh, that definitely helped our guests during COVID. We also did curbside. We bring it out to our guests if they don't want to get out of the car. We did whatever we could to make sure that our guests could still eat healthy and uh, feel safe at the same time. Right. And you must have um, some outdoor dining like venues as well because you're in warmer states. So that must be helpful. Yes. Yeah. Even in the colder states, you know, whenever we go into a space, we always want to make sure that we have that outdoor dining. It's very important because, you know, in those nice days, you know, people do want to sit outside and we want to create that environment and atmosphere for them as well. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the packaging that it was kind of challenging to get what you needed during the pandemic, but what type do you use and how do you prioritize type of materials that the packaging is made of? Yes, absolutely. You know, we've really always tried to stay away from plastic. Uh, you know, we've really tried to focus on biodegradable products. And so uh, that's always been our goal and it will continue to be our goal. But, you know, we really needed everything to be into goes. Uh, a lot of states have even banned plastic straws. And so, you know, focusing on different areas, utensils can be tough, but we've really focused on trying to stay away from plastic utensils as well. We've all biodegradable options and that's, that's definitely going to continue to be a focus. And what is your best seller? I, I'm just curious, you know, is there one bowl? I, maybe it, it varies from location to location, but is there one bowl that is really, you know, ranks above the others? Our Vitality Bowl is always our number one bowl. It always has been. I think it always will be. No matter how many new bowls we bring in there, our customers love that bowl and it's definitely a go-to. What's in the Vitality Bowl? Yep. So, oh gosh, let's hope I can remember this. Uh, it's a blend of acai, uh, I believe almond milk and uh, strawberries and bananas and flaxseed. Mm -hmm. And then we top it with organic granola, 
And then there's bananas, strawberries, goji berries, and a little bit of honey drizzled on top. So it's kind of an easy entry bowl where some Mm -hmm. of our other bowls might have superfoods that people have never heard of and they might be a little afraid to go there. So it's definitely our easy entry bowl. How do you educate your customers about what's in the bowls? Do you, uh, is it like on the menu boards or in some materials that you have in the restaurants website? Yes. Yep. We try to have a lot of posters where it's more educational posters. They can be a little wordy, but that's intentional uh, because we need to educate our customers. We also make sure all of our team members are educated. They know how to pronounce everything. They know the health benefits. We have cheat sheets at the register. And so it's important. We always say that each one of our team members are uh, not just order takers, but they're there to communicate with our guests. They're order educators. Mm-hmm. And we need to educate each guest on our orders versus just taking the guest order and taking an order. We need to make sure that they're able to answer their questions and educate them on the different ingredients and make suggestions. Well, that's really a differentiator too. Um, yeah. So what were some of the lessons you learned over the past two years that will impact the menu and operations going forward? I know it was very challenging. Um, hopefully we're coming out of the other end of this, <laughs> although there's always a new variant. <laughs> so, I know. But, um, you know, I think, I think something we learned over the last two years that's really important is customers and everybody, I would say, is trying to be healthier. And we are in the right segment, the right sector, and we want to make sure that we can provide our healthy food to our guests. With COVID, it's made everybody realize you have to take care of your bodies and you have to take care of yourself. And some of our stores are experiencing growth that they never even imagined that they would experience. And their top line sales are astronomical. I talked to a franchisee a month ago and she's like, Tara, I cannot take another customer. I'm doing zero marketing. I cannot help another customer. We have too much. And now she wants to open a store two miles down the road just to relieve that impact. And so, you know, COVID has really opened our eyes to show us, yes, we are in the right market. We are in the right segment. And, you know, we really have to make sure that guests feel comfortable and making sure our stores are safe and we're following all of those safety precautions. And, you know, I think that there's been a lot of reports coming out saying that COVID's going to end up being the best thing that has happened to certain restaurants. And I think that, you know, for us being in the healthy sector, it's really going to help us succeed. And just because we do have that focus on to-go and dine-in and third-party delivery services, we're going to continue that. We want to continue to focus on new technology and more innovation with social media And so we have a lot of new initiatives that we're working on this year, which we're excited about. So are you having staffing problems like so many other fast casuals are? Oh, you bet. (laughs) There's no getting around that one. You know, again, I think that because we're in the healthy sector, we're not taking the hit as hard as some others. I think people want to work and eat at a healthy restaurant. So we're able to attract more people and saying, hey, look, we give you know discounts on food at meal breaks, you can take home. And I think that on their lunch breaks, they want to eat something healthy versus a burger or pizza. And so we're able to get that hiring pool, but it's still a challenge. And we always want to focus on hiring the right people. We want those that are focused and passionate about healthy eating and that are going to represent our brand and be excellent at guest experiences and customer service. Uh, but, you know, it has been uh, more of a challenge than it has ever been before, but we're getting through it. Our stores are getting through it. And 
hopefully as we enter this year, we'll see some relief with hiring. Yeah, I'm hoping so too. And I know that corporate responsibility is an important part of your mission. So that must help attract employees as well as move your concept forward. So how do you, you know, promote this and implement it? Yeah, you know, it's great at our corporate stores. We have it a little bit easier, right? Because then there's a career path. And so team members come in, which many of our team has been promoted from our stores into corporate. And so we do have that career path, but we do offer that to franchisees. And we say, hey, let your let your uh, team members know that they have this career path if they want to move, if they're in the area, or create a career path for them. When you have multiple locations, you create more career opportunities for them. Then you have maybe an area manager or a district manager. Maybe you have somebody who's focused on marketing for your stores. So it's all about growth so that you can provide that career path for them. Right. And as we move through 2022, um, what new things can we expect at Vitality Balls? You kind of hinted at it a little bit, but. Yep. Yep. So just, you know, some of the basics, right? We're always perfecting and making sure that our marketing is up to date and revamping our current digital and social media and all of our content and images is very important to us. You know, again, we're looking at new menu items on the frozen side. We just did our whole savory menu, but we are rolling out our bottled proprietary smoothies and probably adding a few skews to the already uh, juices and um, shots. Every year we collect data on each menu item and decide what we're going to continue with, what we're going to take off the menu. And so we've already done that this year, which is great. Uh, you know, continuing to update our website, we're looking at doing that this year. Uh, it's a couple years old. We need to do that. And of course, you know, increasing content to be more compelling to everybody. Uh, focusing on our franchise leadership team and our corporate relationships with all of our franchisees. And then a big focus is to continue to focus on operational changes that meet uh, consumer needs and bottom line efficiencies while seeking new technology to streamline operations. We're probably going to be implementing a new POS system this year. And then we're going to continue with value engineering and taking over those second gen locations where our franchisees this year or last year, I guess I'm saying this year, it's a new year. (laughs) Uh, Last year, they've been able to get into second gen spaces for very little upfront costs. And so really value engineering those build outs will be a big focus as we continue into this year. Lots of exciting things. Very, yeah. And so what are you most excited about, both professionally and personally, in the year ahead? I am most excited to put COVID behind us. (laughs) I am most excited to put the hiring challenges and the supply chain behind us. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I think that as we go into this, you know, third year of COVID, you know, it's just about learning to live with it and being safe and positive, giving everybody grace. You know, everybody has struggled in their own way through COVID, whether you were a working mom and had to quit your job to now teach your kids school every day because they're homeschooling, you know, whether you got laid off or whatever it might be, whether you're alone and isolated, I think we just have to give everybody more grace. And as we continue in this year, just stay positive and band together, be united. You know, I think our, our country could use some more unite, united. And uh, I look forward to growing Vitality Bowls. I look forward to working with our franchisees. I look forward to bringing in new franchisees. And I'm just excited about the future. I think it's all positive from here and it's all up. 
Thanks so much for sharing all your ideas and plans with us, Tara. Please join us for another episode of Menu Feed as we explore more food and drink trends. The podcasts are now available to download on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts. Music